Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. It is the 4th of November, and my title today is, I am crazy about community. Now, most of you probably know that. Uh, It wasn't even five days into my own recovery where I found a ministry meeting at our church and was placed into a small group that night. I met two gentlemen, and the three of us banded together and walked with one another, helping each other grow in our recoveries for five years. Now, I'm not the smartest person dealing with this addictive behavior. I do not have a master's degree in counseling or therapy, although I am a certified sex addiction coach by the American Association of Sex Addiction Therapists. However, I do know the smartest man in the world, and he writes this in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, 9 through 12, quote, Two are better than one because they have a good return on their labor. For if either of them falls, the other will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if One can overpower him who is alone. Two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Solomon tells us that doing almost anything with someone else helping you makes whatever you are doing safer and easier. For example, if someone has fallen and they do not have the little gizmo, I've fallen and I can't get up, or their cell phone battery is dead, maybe all they can do is clap their hands using the clapper to make the lights go on and off and get somebody's attention. And then that person could help you up. Have you ever noticed that they have these things called retirement homes? (laughs) They're places where someone who is elderly Uh, and perhaps unable to care for themselves, they're in a community, and there are people around to help them 24-7. It is also better for a person to not be alone when they're sleeping, because if you're cold, you could have someone to cuddle up with and stay warm. Ever wonder why in that situation you feel warmer? I mean... If they had a fever, then maybe I could understand them warming me up. But if they have the same body temperature, why do we get warmer together? But I digress. Of course, in today's world, with electric blankets, heated mattresses, and space heaters, that problem is relatively solved. So we do not need anyone to lay down with us to keep us warm. Now, if one is single and lives alone, they know this verse well because they want someone to be connected to and to live with and to sleep with. They envy married men because they have a wife to love and to cherish till death parts them. But I also know 
married men who do not want to be married because they had some unfulfilled expectations which are not being met. Having someone there with you is always better if you are being overpowered by someone with evil intent. Whether that person is a robber or just shows up to beat you up, doesn't matter. Because if there are two of you, there is a much greater chance of safety. Now, think about that relative to what we all struggle with, and that is being tempted. I am absolutely sure that you've noticed that you are less likely to stare and fantasize about someone when you have somebody else with you. You don't normally, when you're driving down the highway with a friend and see the adult bookstore sign, turn to your friend or wife and say, hey, you want to stop in there for about an hour? No, you don't, because someone's with you. We do not struggle with being sexually tempted to look at porn on our phones when we're with other people. Having even just one person with you protects you from being robbed or being tempted with sexual temptation. Our lusts tend to remain hidden when we are with our friends. Never have I heard someone in a group when someone asks, hey, what do you guys want to do? The answer being, well, let's masturbate. That doesn't happen. I know almost everyone keeps temptation at bay when they are not alone. Masturbation calls for isolation. So we can do whatever we want to do to ourselves, right? I mean, isn't it almost always the case that when you get married and sex is no longer a solo sport, that having another person there actually limits what you can fantasize on your own? In your mind there can be, and pardon the expression, no holes barred. So the two are better than one idea is great for a battle on the streets and especially in your mind. Therefore, if you want to stop looking at porn, perhaps the first and best thing you need to do is end your isolation by being with at least one other person or on a team of people. And the cord of three strands idea was not something they would have to understand because the image above, by the way, was a rope found in the Tura Caves on the banks of the Nile River, and they carbon date back to 300 to 500 B.C. Listen, I have guys email me and ask me many, many times about how to stop looking at porn and masturbating. The first step is to commit yourself to your own recovery. And the second step is ending your isolation. You will be safer, warmer, stronger, and better in almost every way when you move from isolation and seek to live in community. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.